welcome to the Inside Story. I'm Billy Hollowell, and today's topic is satanic imagery in Hollywood. Lots of really disturbing things going on in music, in movies, and I'm joined today by Christian Post, Ian Giotti. How's it going? Doing great, Billy. How are you? Well, I'm doing well. You know, I've got to tell you, this piece that you put together is really well written, really interesting article, um, and it's a it's a review of Doja Cat. And uh, all of her demonic symbols that she's been embracing in her music, uh, in her music videos in particular. Tell us a little bit. I mean, there's there's so much here. I guess I'll, I'll let you sort of lead it. Tell us a little bit about what we've been seeing coming from her. Well, look, full disclosure, I'm probably out of the demographic range for uh, Miss Doja Cat. This, she's like, a, I guess, a hip hop singer type artist. So I'm not entirely familiar with her, you know, discography uh, and uh i'm not an expert in any uh <laughs> sense of the word but um this this videos you know because it was getting ready to be premiered just kind of came across my radar and i saw some of the images just from what she shared on instagram it looks like from the uh from the video shoot and she's in what looks like to be like a dark or a bl- all black like spandex type bodysuit with um, long, you know, claw-like fingernails, um, a whole, kind of a horned chain necklace, and then, you know, on her skull, which is all black, are red eyes protruding from the skull, and then two horns coming out of the head. So it's... Just typical it, normal things <laughs> that you'd see. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. Well, exactly. And I'm like, well... Whoa, how can this be seen as anything other than, you know, what it is? I mean, it, it, it looks like a demon. It doesn't look like any human being. Um, it certainly doesn't look like her. Um, and, and so I just found it entirely odd. Um, and, I, and I wanted to look into it more. So, you know, it's interesting. You you did look into it more. You wrote about it. And one of the big things that comes up you know, and I don't know. I mean, I guess let's talk about Satan first, because I think we'll go spiritual on this and then we'll get into sort of the, the Hollywood aspect of this. You when you read this, the Bible, when you read scripture, it really seems to indicate that the the Bible tells us Satan masquerades as an angel of light. Right. He's out there trying to convince people that he's not there often or sort of hiding in the shadows and moving people toward you know different ideologies and beliefs and behaviors. And you feel free to you know react to any of that. But but now we're watching all this symbolism, and it's not new. We've seen this in the past, but we're watching a volume of it that is really, it seems unprecedented in a lot of people's music videos and content. What do you make of that? Why Why are they doing it? Yeah, well, this is a trend I've really noticed, pick up speed. Uh, look, I gave my life to the Lord in 2009, and I'd always sensed that something was off, to so to speak, in all of this. And I, didn't, I couldn't quite put my finger on it. But then when you really start to examine it, uh, you know, from a 30,000-foot view level, you, you start to see that they're really all doing the same thing. And they're all pointing in one way or the other to this dark figure that we know uh, as Christians and through the Bible as Satan or, or the adversary, right, the devil. And the way I see it is it's, it's, kind, of, it, it's kind of a two-pronged uh, attack, really, you do, you get this type of stuff that you see in this Doja Cat video, which is the overtly, you know, the two-horned creature, all black scales, etc., which, 
you know, everyone goes, oh, hey, that's the devil or the or that's a demon. And that's really, it's not, it's not even up for debate. But then I think he's also working this other side where you have, and yes, I'll, I'll say it and I'm sure it'll be controversial, controversial, even people in the church who, who look, smell and act like Christians who are actually doing the work of the enemy. And I do believe he's playing as the God of this age. He's playing all sides against the middle, um, which increasingly feels like it's a smaller and smaller contingency of people who, who trust in the scriptures alone and say, this is what the truth is. And so what we have is now, whereas before, maybe he had to be more subtle in the, let's say, I don't know, 1940s or 1950s of just going, you know, not, not too far back at all. Here, we are at the end of the age, in my view. This is the imagery we have where it's clearly and openly, openly demonic. There's no debate about this. There's no, we're not being speculative here. But I do believe that he's playing both sides against what we would call the middle, which is essentially, you know, Bible-believing Christians. Well, yeah, this idea, right? You've got people who literally worship Satan, believe in his existence. And at the same time, you have this rise of people who are actually atheists, but they're calling themselves Satanists. They don't believe, they claim they don't believe in Satan. And I don't know where Doja Cat or any of these celebrities fall. Um, but you have these people who are pretending, oh yeah, Satan's not there, but we just love the literary idea of him. And they're using all the symbolism. And that that group interests me the most and concerns me the most because it's that idea, that famous quote, you know, the biggest lie Satan ever told is that he doesn't exist. It's the, the thing he wants to convince everybody of, right? He's not there. Mm -hmm. He doesn't exist. And not only, not only are people following in the ways of evil, but they're embracing those symbols and pushing them out. Even if they don't believe in him, there's a danger to that because it's desensitizing people, right? It, it's, it's making people look at Satan as though he's just some fake cartoon. I agree. And I think that's really part of the plan. It's there is a character caricature element to this Doja Cat video. That's almost like silly. Like it's like, well, that's, this is, I mean, obviously, you know, an evil figure and, oh, Hey, we're just playing around and it's just well, well-made slickly produced video and it has Christina Ricci and we're just, you know, we're just having a good time and, and spoofing horror films and all that. And, and that's almost like a gateway. It's like, hey, this is a cultural touch point. We all know the horror movies, the, the the scary movies that we're all very familiar with. And that's really an entryway for all this otherwise next level imagery to come in. No one would willingly go watch this, I think. I, I mean, I, I, at least no one who's, you know, either a Christian or Christian adjacent, um, who maybe even just says, you know, I'm maybe not a Christian, but I don't want to be subjected to kind of, uh, dark imagery and evil. I would, I'm just going to stay away from that stuff. I think no one would willingly do this, but when you watch the video, this is what they end up seeing, and and, and it's 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 just feels so um, it, it just feels so evil. I, I can't come up with a better word because I don't know how else to describe it. Well, you know, and, and obviously one of the songs, as you were saying, it's called Demons, right? So this is, right. I think for a long time, and again, this isn't new. We've had movies and shows and celebrities that have done this, and it's shocking, and it makes headlines, and everybody gets all worked up. And even in the story, you quote somebody in the comment section who says, you know, oh, the religious people, you know, they're commenting on one of the Instagram posts, I believe, or one of the videos, you know, oh, the religious people are really going to love this one. And so there's an element of that shock and awe factor 
But because this is happening so frequently now, it's almost not a big deal. It's almost like, oh, here we're we're glorifying evil and making it look fun and cool. What do you think this says about Hollywood and the state of Hollywood right now that this is so rampant? Well, you, Billy, I would just change the word you use, glorify. I would replace it with normalize. Mm. And I think that's what's going on with all of this stuff, with Hollywood, with this music video and others like it. It is the normalization of the satanic. And that sounds extreme to people who maybe aren't, you know, don't do what we do and, and don't have kind of this, you know, expansive uh, media literacy, right? But I know from what I see across my desk every day, the satanic is being normalized. And um, that's obviously concerning. And it shouldn't just be concerning to people who are Christians or, or whatever faith, actually. It should be concerning to people who say, like, you know, dads like us who are just trying to raise a family, just trying to get by and make sure our kids have a future to point to. That's what really, at the end of the day, I think should be the takeaway for everybody to understand that if this was just Doja Cat or just one artist over there or just one movie over here, then we could say, you know what, this, this isn't really any good and we can avoid. But at some point, we're not going to be able to avoid it anymore. I think it's so uh, ubiquitous now in, in every type of media platform and format that we have to just call it what it is. And that's why I prefer the term normalization is so we don't become desensitized to this kind of stuff, but rather make sure we say, hey, when you see it, let's identify it for what it is and make sure we're warning others around us. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think you really only have one of two options, really, when you're looking at something like Doja Cat and this content. You're putting it out there because you want shock and awe and you're hoping to get attention. Well, maybe there's three options. That's the first. The second is you're putting it out there because you're attracted to this sort of evil for some reason and you want to perpetuate it. Or it's a mixture of the two. Um, you know, none of those options are great. Uh, but you kind of spoke about this in, in the story, too. Like, why not just come out and say, be honest with your fan base about, about who you are? Because I, I do think, I mean, I don't know, I, you know, trying not to be judgmental. I think we can judge the fruit here of this, but nothing good comes from perpetuating evil in this kind of imagery, right? Yeah, I mean, Jesus said you're going to know them by their fruits. And, and all I would say is, what is the fruit of this type of imagery? What is the fruit of portraying this figure in this manner and not just in one video but as i talk about the article as well this is this is a pattern and it's not just one artist there's other artists what is the fruit of that and for me the fruit is to reach a new generation with a a, a level of um a level of kind of darkness and and insidiousness that that maybe we haven't seen before whereas before they would have to hide it whereas before it might be you know done in in, in privacy behind closed doors it's now out there on instagram and and reaching millions of followers and so that's the concerning part is that we just have to confront it and say look this is what they're doing let's document as journalists you and i that's our job to document what they're doing and let everyone else decide where they fall on this and, and i think that's really the the way forward 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and final question for you. I mean, none of us have a crystal ball into the future, obviously. And uh, But when you look at this, do you think we're going to see more and more of this imagery? Do you think we're going to see less of it in Hollywood? What, what's your take on where we might be headed with this? I think you're going to see a lot of people push this kind of imagery, for sure. I think I think this has been the norm for a while. I remember even going back as a kid, certain things. I go look at certain videos from when I was a child and I see it now. It was there. It just wasn't as blatant. It's prevalent. Um, but I also see a bifurcation of of people who are going, are going to, you know, split into two camps where it's like, no, we're going to support this content over here. We're going to support these content creators over here, these musicians, these artists. You know, that's really what it comes down to. Um, and so, I, you know, that's going to be a rupturing of, of a lot of things that we're used to as far as industry and, and, and um, the commercialization of all sorts of content. But I do see that's where it's going. But absolutely, this will be one side of the road. And no doubt it will have a huge audience. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. And as culture continues to spiral out of control, I'm not shocked that we're watching this sort of thing happen simultaneously, also from an industry that has traditionally been accused of being evil and evidence of that evil is often pretty blatant and easy to see. So uh, we'll see where this heads. I'm sure you'll be back to talk more about it. Ian, appreciate your time today. Always great to talk to you, Billy. Thank you. Everyone else, make sure you tune in next week for another episode of The Inside Story. Head over to The Christian Post, and in the comments section, you will find the link to the story we were talking about today. We'll see you next week.